0: A Texas Christmas Story. The day after Christmas, a number of years ago, I was driving down a country road in Texas, and it was a bitter, cold, cold morning. And walking ahead of me on the gravel road was a little barefooted boy with nondescript ragged overalls and a makeshift sleeve sweater tied up around his ears. I stopped and picked him up. Looked like he's about 12 years old, and his little feet were blue with the cold. He was carrying an orange. Well, he got in and had the brightest blue eyes you ever saw. And he turned a bright smile on my face and he says, I'm going down the road about two miles to my cousin's. I want to show him my orange. Old Santa Claus brought me. But I wasn't going to mention Christmas to him because I figured he came from a family, maybe the kind that didn't have Christmas. But he brought it up himself. He said, did old Santa Claus come to see you, Mister? And I said, "Yes, we had a really nice Christmas at our house, and I hope you had the same." He paused for a moment, and looked at me, then, with all the sincerity in the world, said, "Mister, we had the wonderfulest Christmas in the United States, down to our place, Lottie. It was the first one ever we had had there. See, we never do have them out there much. Don't notice when Christmas time comes. We we knows about it." But never did to have one. Well, because, well, you know, it's just Papa says that old Santa Claus, well, Santa Claus, Papa puts hurrahs a lot and says old Santa Claus was scared to bring his reindeer down there in our section of the country because folks down there are so hard up that they're liable to catch one of his reindeer and butcher it for the meat. But just several days before Christmas, a lady come out from town, and she told all the families throughout there, our family too, that there was, well, Santa Claus was coming in town to leave some things for us, and if Pop go to town, he could get some Christmas time for all of us. And Papa hooked up the mule and and he went in town. But he told us children, he said, don't y'all get all worked up and excited because there might not be nothing to this yarn, that lady told us. Oh, but shucks, she hadn't got out of sight up that lane there till we was done a watching for him to come back. We couldn't get our minds on nothing else, you know. And Mama, she'd come to the door once in a while and say, now y'all quit that looking up the lane because Papa told you there might not be nothing. And long about the middle of the afternoon, well, we hear the team of jangling harnesses a coming. And we ran out in the front yard. And Ernie, my little brother, called out and said, "Yonder comes Papa. And here come them mules just in a big trot, you know, and Papa standin' right up in the front of the bed of that wagon holding up two big old chickens, all feathers been picked off. And he was a yelling, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And the team stopped right in front of the gate, and all of us children just went a-swarming out there like a flock of chichis, you know, just a crawlin' all over that wagon and a-looking in. And, mister, I wish you could have seen what was in that wagon. It was bags of stripedy candy and apples and oranges and sacks of flour and some real coffee, you know, and just all tinsely and pretty, and you just couldn't say nothing. Just kind of held our breath and looked at it, you know. And Papa standing there just waving them two chickens and yelling, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. And laughing, that big old grin on his face. And Mama, she come a hurrying out with the baby in her arms, you know. And when she looked in that wagon, she just stopped. And then Papa, he dropped them two chickens and reached and caught that baby out of her arms, you know, and held him up and said, Merry Christmas to you, Santa Claus. And baby, little old Alvy Lee, he just laughed like he knowed it was Christmas too, you know. And Mama, she started telling us the name of all them nuts. There wasn't just peanuts; they was oh, she had names for all of them. She, well, Mama knows a heap of things like that. She'd seen that stuff before, you know, and it was all, all of us just a chattering and a going on at the same time. Us younguns just a looking in there, and all of a sudden we hear Papa call out, "Merry Christmas to you, Sam Jackson!" And we stopped and looked, and here comes Sam Jackson, leading that old crippled leg mule of his up the lane. And Papa said, Sam Jackson, did you get in town to get some Christmas this year? Oh, Sam Jackson, you know, he share crops over there across the creek from our place. And he just shook his and he said, well, no, 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 sir, so Mr. Well, I didn't get to go to town. I heard about that, but I, I didn't know it was for colored folks, too. All of a sudden, none of us children were saying nothing. Papa, he looked down at Mama, and Mama looked up at him, and they didn't say nothing, like they do a heap of times but they know what other people's are thinking. They're like that, you know. And all of a sudden, Papa, he broke out in a big grin again. He said, that blame it, Sam Jackson. It's a sure good thing you came by here. Lord of mercy, I like to forgot. Old Santa Claus would have had me in court if he'd have heard about this. The last thing he asked me, if I lived out here near you, Said he hadn't seen you around a while and said he wanted me to bring part of this out here to you and your family, your woman, and your children. Well, sir, old Sam Jackson, he broke it in a big grin. Papa says, I tell you what to do. You get your wife and your children. You come down here early tomorrow morning. It's going to be a Christmas time all day long. Come early and stay late. Cham Jackson said, well, you reckon? And Mama called out to him and said, Hey, yeah, and you tell your wife, be sure and bring some pots and pans because we're going to have a heap of cooking to do and I ain't sure i got enough to take care of all of it. Well, sir, old Sam Jackson, he started leading off that mule up the lane in a full trot, you know, heading home to get the word to his folks and his children, you know. And next morning, it just, well, you remember how it was yesterday morning just rosy red and looking like Christmas time. Well, it was cold, but you didn't even notice the cold, you know. Well, just the sun was coming up just all rosy. And us young'uns were all out of bed before daylight seemed like just running in the kitchen and smelling and looking. And it was all there, sure enough. And here comes Sam Jackson and his team and his wife and his five young'uns all in there. And they all looking over the edge. And we run out and yelled, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And Papa said, Christmas gift to you, Sam Jackson. Y'all come on in. And they came in, and Mama and Sister Jackson, they got in the kitchen, and they started cooking things up. And us young ones, heck, we just started playing Christmas time, and it was lots of fun, you know. We just played Christmas gift with one another and run around and around the house and just roll in the dirt, you know. And then we'd started playing go up to the kitchen door and smell. And we'd run up there, and we'd smell inside that kitchen door where Mama and Sister Jackson was cooking. And then we'd just die laughing and rolling in the dirt, you know, and we played what we called Christmas time till we just wore ourselves out, and Papa and Sam Jackson, they put up a table with some sheets over it, some boards up over some sawhorses, and everybody had a place, even the baby, and Mom and Sister Jackson said, well, now it's ready. Y'all come on in. We're going to have some Christmas time dinner. Well, I sit right next to Willie Jackson, you know, He'd just roll his eyes at me, and I rolled mine at him, and we'd just die laughing, you know. And there was an apple and an orange and some striped candy at everybody's place. And that was just a dessert. See, there, that wasn't the real-time Christmas dinner. Mom and them had done cooked that up and had it spread out all up and down the table. Well, so Papa and Sam Jackson, they'd been sitting out on the front porch, and they'd come in. Papa, he sat at one end of the table, and Sam Jackson sat at the other. It was just a beautiful table like you ain't ever seen. And I didn't know nothing could ever look like that and smell that good, you know. And Sam Jackson, you know, he's real black. And he had on that clean white shirt of his and then some of them overalls. And everything had been washed lickety clean. Well, then Papa said, Brother Jackson, I believe you're a deacon in the church. I ain't much of a churchman myself, but I do remember that you're a deacon. Maybe you would be willing to give grace. Well, Sam Jackson, he stood up there and his hands are real big and he kind of held on to the side of the table, you know. But he didn't bow his head like a heap of folks do when they are saying the blessing. He just looked up and smiled and he said, Lord, I hope you have a nice Christmas up there with your angels like we're having down here because it sure is Christmas time down here. I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to you, Lord. Like I was saying, mister, I do believe that was the wonderfulest Christmas in the whole United States of America. I just want to take this last few seconds to thank the man that really came up with this story for me. He was a fine old gentleman friend of mine, and a pretty good chess player. His name was John Henry Falk.